Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo, or at least one of them. It kind of depends, and probably some rando too. But no complaining, because this is free. Free! This is Beauty and the Beta bonus audio content. Hello and welcome to the show. Last week, Blonde and I made a guest appearance on the Silhouette Show, a cooperative podcast between YouTubers Mr. Silhouette and Otterface. We all discussed and responded to those quote-unquote reasonable questions for anti-SJWs. The video put forth with uh, prominent social justice YouTubers asking questions for skeptics like us to answer. We had a fun time. Thanks to Mr. Silhouette and Otterface for hosting us. If you like what you hear, please do check out their channels and their show with the links in the podcast description. Let them know we sent you if you do and enjoy. Hello, ladies and jelly spoons, and welcome to Silhouette number 14. Today we have Matt Christensen, formerly known as Skag3, and Blonde in the Belly of the Beast. I Hello. don't feel as if I need to introduce both of these because everybody knows these guys by now, but... But just in case you've been living under a rock that was underneath a bigger rock, let's go around the table. Okay, Blonde, do you want to say hi? And uh, and obviously your channel's in the description if anybody wants yep. to look you up, which I'm sure they do because her videos are fantastic. And she is she doesn't put up with any shit. So. <laughs> well, thank Except you for my so shit. much. She wants to MAGA. <laughs> I am. Blonde in the belly of the beast. Uh, because I live in Seattle, I, I moved um, from the Midwest. And so I kind of, I was just seeing all this ridiculous shit happen in Seattle. And I'm like, wow, does the rest of the world really know what it's like to live in these crazy liberal cities? And so I kind of wanted to document that and then uh, show what it's like, you know, how alienated socially you are if you're conservative in these areas. Um, people are real. So that's why I started my channel. Can you um, maybe shout a little bit? Because your, your microphone's still kind of quiet. Oh, sorry. How much of that did you get? Is that better? Uh, we, no, we heard all of it, but it's just um, for, you know, for the, we, I'm sure that everybody listening is, is mostly deaf. So we're just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I was having mic problems on my laptop. You're so being so ableist, blonde, whispering and making them listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got. Skag? Can I, can I ask why blonde in the belly of the beast? Oh, um, because, well, there's a good alliteration there. I think it's a little long, but it's too late for rebranding purposes, I think. But uh, because Seattle is probably the most liberal place in the entire country, I really do feel like I am, like, in a different world. I'm in the belly of the beast. So that's why I picked out that name. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, I remember the first time I found your channel, and I was like, oh, my God, that name, that goes on forever. Uh, <laughs> and what, what, what I thought was funny was it always gets abbreviated, like, for example, in your email to... Blonde in the belly. Yeah. Um, and it, and, it, and it, like, it always makes me think like, oh, I don't know. Like I, I conjure up in my head of some enormous fat guy or something like that. Because <laughs> he had like loads of blonde hairs all over his stomach. Just like, yeah, blonde in the belly. <laughs> That's totally what I was going for. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> blonde in the belly sounds like, you know, a great way of, of sort of like a euphemism for someone who, I don't know, has dementia or something. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Blonde in the belly, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Duly noted. It is too long, but 
not much I can do about it now. But it's so, but it's great. It stands out, right? It's not you know, it's not just like kind of Earthworm twenty five or whatever. It's like <laughs> Long to the Belly of the Beast. Everybody knows who you're talking about as soon as you bring it up. Oh, that's so um, awesome. All right. I, Thank you so much. I, Maybe it was the right name after all. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think it's ballsy. Um <laughs> to to like basically say, you know, I am my channel is so good that despite the long name, people will find it anyway. There you go. <laughs> That's, that's that's when you know you've made it. When you've got ten thousand subscribers, <laughs> even if your channel is hard to find, that's when you know your content's good. The first few months my channel was up, it wouldn't even come up when you would type in the entire name. I yeah. had to get like several thousand views just to be searchable. <laughs> I, I remember that with a satirician because um, you know it's quite a long name, and in the early days, if you spelt it wrong by any means, it would not come up. Not come up. That's so annoying. Those days are long gone, though. I'm happy. No, when you type in that satira, it comes up. Satira. So. <laughs> uh, so, so Matt, can you, uh, f you know, for the, I don't know, for for the Chihuahua out there that's not heard of you, can you introduce yourself? For Caesar. <laughs> for Caesar knows me for though. <laughs> blonde, blonde Chihuahua. Uh, <laughs> oh, you really are quite a northwestern girl, aren't you? <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, what can I say? Uh, I don't know. I, I make uh, I make videos about. I don't know. I guess I, the way I introduce myself now is a politically homeless, recovering liberal, uh, interested in talking about all the, um, I guess, taboo political topics. But but more so, um, I'm getting more and more interested in things like media coverage and, and political lies and political dishonesty and a lot of the political smoke screens that are kind of put up around us every day. And this election cycle is really fascinating me. So that's kind of what I'm covering right now. But yeah, I used to go by the name Skag3. That was my gamer tag. Used to make video game stuff. Used to, um, I don't know, used to do gaming podcasts. Used to do all kinds of different stuff. And now I've, I think, you've, found a more permanent you've also been, home. You've also been borderline slandered by the Young Turks. Didn't, well, that, yeah, that's a, that's a feather in my cap. That's about a, I don't, And that was before it was cool, I think, too. Because that was about a year ago. That was like... I mean, it's not like they weren't aggressive then, but um, <laughs> but it was before like some of the meltdowns they've had in the last year that have yeah. been. It was outright slander, and they just straight up misquoted you. It's like they did no research on that. Would you would you argue that it's like um, in a blonde? How no. dare you? The Young Turks have likely been. How would dare you, you? Would you argue that the Young Turks have? always kind of been like that or do you think now that we're more See, aware of it that I, I don't stable? know I don't know because I have never been a follower or fan of their stuff mm -hmm. and I see people like Steven Crowder and some others who say no 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 the Young Turks haven't changed you've just become aware of their BS and I can see that being true the one counter I offer and it's not necessarily specific to the Young Turks because I constantly wonder have I awoken to the left or has the left left me behind and <laughs> those are mutually a, exclusive though yeah i think to your point i think it's a combination of both because the one thing that the left does now that i don't think it used to was all this cultural policing and the reason that i became a liberal back in the day is i didn't like the church ladies and you know some social conservatives who would say you can't play those video games and you can't watch mm -hmm. those movies and you can't do this and you can't do that well that's all changed now and now it's the the hyper progressives video games are sexist movies are racist you can't play this you can't watch that you can't say this you can't say that the culture police are now on the left and i think mm -hmm. that has changed i don't know if that's true for the young turks or not but just the left generally that's something that i think is true 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I would argue, like, I, I would have thought the Turks have gotten worse if it wasn't for the fact that there's, like, footage of them laughing at um, uh, people who were raped by women um, in Russia back in 2009. Like, two separate incidents where a Russian woman had raped several men. Like, it, it, they were a couple of months apart. And both times they were sitting there making jokes like, hey, you know, if you're hot enough, you don't need Rehypnol. Come on, just ask him. Oh, and, it's, and it's, you know, imagine that any other way around. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, that guy was pretty hot. Like, she should have just put out, you know, otherwise, like, then he probably wouldn't have dragged her back to an alley and beaten her. Oh. Um, like, it, it's it's completely and utterly, it's it's hypocrisy at its finest. So I would... I would defend them if it wasn't for the fact that back in 2009 they were laughing at that, but I think they've always been bad at heart. Were you, uh, are you a former Young Turks viewer or, or? I mean, I remember like, I, remember, I am, yeah. Uh, okay. You know, being uh, quite like quite unbiased um, about a couple of things, like uh, when it came to America versus other cultures. And I was like, oh, you know, they're not basically, you know, saying that America is the greatest thing in the world just because they're American. I thought, oh, that's pretty fair. But, you know, I never really paid much attention to them. I gave them some respect, but they were always, yeah, yeah. They were always just there, you know. Their, their cultural relativism these days is off the charts, though. Mm. I mean, they, oh, they are delusional about their beliefs that that well the armenian genocide thing that's when i was out with the young Turks. like well and and, like, and jimmy shit. Dore going off saying like oh well you're gonna sit here and say rudy giuliani you're gonna say that the western culture is better than islamic culture oh who are you rudy giuliani <laughs> yeah, really? I, uh, I don't know yeah, maybe the yeah. mayor of like the greatest city ever that doesn't exist in islamic culture uh, yeah really whatever well, yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of like they get to the stage where it's, you know, it's great to admit that other countries and other cultures do things better than you. But when you get to the stage where basically all you do is think that your country is born out of Satan's left armpit, yeah. like <laughs> you are a fucking idiot, right? That's America true, yeah. is a better place to live than most countries in the world. Now, America has things to learn from other cultures. That's definitely true. Right. America's not the epitome of living or the epitome of culture, but it is better than like a Sharia law run. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they and just want to say... throw the baby out with the bathwater as far yeah. as America is concerned. Like they think that because they, they throw the whole orphanage out with the bathwater. <laughs> and, and when I talk about cultural relativism, really what I mean, too, is like Western secular democratic culture, not necessarily U.S. specifically. I mean, obviously, all the all the West has kind of different policy nuances and. You know, some countries are more socialistic than others, things like that. But uh, at the end of the day, the the values that we all share, Western uh, Western countries share, secular democracy, mm. that's what's important. And and the Young Turks don't make that distinction. Islamic theocracy, secular democracy, same thing, just cultural differences. Like, no, <laughs> right. they're not. And the they religion. go one step further and say that you have to accept that even if it's not at your part of your life, you know, you have to accept that all cultures are equal. They're well, not going to tell me. <laughs> it's like, listen, uh, all human beings are equal, but the ideas they come up with are not equal. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, so that's, that's definitely one, one thing that the left doesn't get, you know, like a Muslim is equal. Islam is not equal. No. Right? You know, a Muslim human being is equal to any other person. 
But Islam is not equal to a secular society that uh, encourages LGBT and respects women, right? Like Islam is not as good as, even if Muslims are equal to any Westerner. Well, it's the classic uh, people and, and ideas uh, conflation that plagues the left presently. You can't criticize Black Lives Matter without being a racist. You can't criticize feminism without being a sexist. You can't criticize Islam without being an Islamophobe, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can't, they can't separate these things, and, and that's part of why people are abandoning them. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just to be clear, if you do criticize feminism, you are a sexist. Okay. Well, I mean, I get called a racist and a sexist pretty much every day. It looks like blonde lost connection, maybe. Oh but... yeah. Oh no, she, I'm sure she'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Oh, it's all the sexism. Yeah, but that, that's there's what it no, is. There's no such thing as she too much sexism for feminism. her. God damn it, Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, if I get called a sexist and a racist every day, I don't know what blonde's mentions look like. They have to be way worse than mine. Oh, it'll be like uh, when it comes to whenever a woman. Um, disagrees with the kind of thing, especially with feminism. Oh, it's you, you'll get patronized till, till God knows how long. Internalized misogyny and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, reverse sexist uh, in in a way. A gender traitor. I've been called a gender traitor. I'm like, are you actually seriously calling me? I, I said to someone, are you actually seriously calling me a gender traitor? And they went, well, yeah, because and and then they'll go on to the whole, oh, um, just your. Uh, women in the past they did this for you and all that and i'm like well i'm not complaining about those ones i'm complaining about the fucking idiots now that think man spreading should be like an arrestable offense <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, like it, it's it's exactly that of um if you basically if what you say is i fought for a freedom for you to have the right to your opinion a hundred years ago which is why you have to agree with my opinion now <laughs> and, it's, and it's like what was the point of having freedom of speech and having the right to vote if I have to agree with you all yeah, of the time. And it's such a dumb argument. I can't, I, I don't like when people say that. So I, I, it's the argument I see in favor of Colin Kaepernick right now. If you guys are familiar with that yeah. story, the dude who takes the knee in, in the, the knee. NFL and, yeah, says that, you know, we need to have racial justice ambiguously and I can't explain why, but he won't, he won't do the national anthem and, and he's taken a lot of fire for that from people like me uh, and certainly much more prominent people than me. But the defense that I too often hear is, well, that's his right to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everyone does have the right to be an idiot. You have a right to uh, push dumb feminist ideas. Not that they all are dumb, but third wave feminism in you know is mostly dumb. <laughs> I would say that. Uh, yeah, you have your right to say it, but no, nobody, I don't know anyone who is saying feminism should be banned. I don't know anyone who's saying Colin Kaepernick's kneel, kneeling should be banned. I don't know anyone who's saying Black Lives Matter should be banned except for their actual criminal activity. We mm-hmm. get to criticize it all we want, and it's your right to do it. That, that, that means nothing. It's not no, an argument like, for anything or against anything. That's, that's what I, like, when, when I bring it up and say that's stupid, and they say, well, it's his right to do it. Sorry, I'm adopting your voice. It's his right to do it. I probably spoke to the same guy, right? And uh, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't say it wasn't, but it's my right to criticize him. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. We draw the line at that. I, I don't know anyone. I've not read a piece from one Kaepernick critic who said he should be banned from doing that not one 
And people have plenty of substantive criticism for him that saying that the reasoning behind your, your gesture is bunk. So you're free to kneel, but your reasoning is garbage. Well, it's his right to do it. Yes, it is. We, we, okay, fine. We agree. I suppose people as well don't really like, you know, seeing it, like seeing a celebrity, obviously, and I, I think this is a, sort of an overused kind of thing, but like, I think, I think a lot of people don't like seeing celebrities virtue signal as well. Yeah. Like suddenly, you know, when, when it's like the topical, when it's like, you know, oh, it's the topical thing to, you know, be a supporter of. And I think probably well, some people might be like, oh, it's, a, it's another one. Yeah. It's uh, and to his credit, to be fair to, to Kaepernick, he actually is a charitable guy and and does kind of put his money and his actions where his mouth is. I still think he's um, incorrect in a lot of his assessments, but he does. Right. He, he's, I don't think he's purely Sorry, virtue guys. signaling. Um, so I will give him credit there. Um, yeah, well. You know, it's. I, th- I think it's just disappointing when you see someone who disagrees with you, who you who you like. I think I think that's kind of what, what Otter is getting at. That when you when you see like um, I don't know Meryl Streep or Kristen Bell or Sarah Silverman or whatever, you know, talk about feminism, and you're like, mm, no, God, no. you're part of this. I like. Or, Don't no, make, I was I so like... disappointed with the 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 superhero. What was it like? Be a hero video oh, yeah. that they, they made, they... but I didn't care about any of them. But then the Stranger Things cop was in it. If you guys have seen Stranger Things, and I was like, "No, I loved that show." And I, you t- now you're telling me to vote Hillary? <laughs> I, c- I can't do this. Uh. And in the show, he's kind of this like brash, like uh, kind of um, I don't know, rough around the edges character who has kind of questionable morals. He doesn't seem like a Hillary guy at all in the show. Of course, that's not him in real life, but questionable morals. Yeah. Uh, the the Stranger would, Things guy. No, I would say that seems like a Hillary guy. No. Oh well, not in the way <laughs> they think. Not in the way they think. You Is know? it? Don't I you, mean, don't you have to like admit to that when you get the card? You know, it's like, are you for her? I have questionable morals. Here you go. I just I I don't like anyone telling anyone how to vote. Uh, and right. I mean, I guess I'd be kind of a hypocrite for saying that, but I don't know. No, you never tell people how to vote. Well, I mean, it's we have a these celebrities are coming sure, out but... and saying that like you're ignorant and you're stupid. Yeah, it's and that stuff. If you you know, or you're racist. I I hate when her. Sarah Silverman coercive. yeah goes on shows like Bill Maher and it's just like, <laughs> I mean, how could anyone vote for Trump? I mean, really, <laughs> how? people, yeah. how how? Uh, it's like I'll give you twenty reasons right now, but. We're just going to yeah. do this patronizing bit about how everyone's an idiot and morally inferior to you. <laughs> God, no, that's totally true. Schumer. Amy Schumer is the worst offender, I think. Oh, God. Who oh. I used to love before she opened her mouth about politics. She was really like right on about some of the gender stuff and about, you know, modern women. And then she had to, meh, 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 vote for Hillary or you're a piece of shit. Was she not like massively feminist? I mean, like what? what I mean, she was, but like she had a lot of good insight into millennial women and how they're basically degenerates. And I thought she was really self-aware. Um, but I think that's because that she's she, the poster child for it. Yeah, but I think she's just narcissistic and is just the poster child for you know loose women with no morals and that are ugly and fat. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it, it, yeah, she just she really annoys me with this whole kind of like. You know, uh, like, th- like she she's one of those thing people who who are like, you know, you're beautiful at any size. Yeah, bullshit, uh, you are. And, it, 
And it's like, look, it's it's not like being fat is not like being black or being gay or whatever, right? It's not right. something you're born with. It's an unhealthy, that's like saying, you know, you're beautiful no matter how much you smoke. And it's like, <laughs> listen, it is unhealthy, okay? Right? right? Like, yeah. can we at least be honest? Can we at least be adults and say, yes, you had all of the chocolate cake and that is your right to do so, but it was a stupid choice. Yeah. Well, they act like in every single case, there's no element of choice. Like every single one of these women has some pituitary disorder or something like that. I'm like, some of these people are just fat and lazy. Like, you know that, right? That's what I mean. It's it's that thing about, you know, it's it's a a complete and utter unwillingness to take responsibility for their own actions. Exactly, exactly. You don't don't just have to put up with, um, you know, paying, like if you live in Canada or anywhere in Europe or Australia, you don't just have to put up with paying for their medical benefits when they are, you know, when they get some kind of disease, like like uh, heart disease, because they ate too much. Um, right. Like, you don't just have to put up with it. You have to enjoy it. You have to be like, yeah, Susie, I told you to stop eating and you didn't. Now I have to pay $10,000 yeah. a year. <laughs> Good for you. And you can't have an opinion about it. The yeah. pendulum has has swung so far. I mean, we started with this good motive of wanting to minimize bullying, and that's good to an extent. But we've swung so far that we've mistaken obvious truths and just like good health practices for bullying. And well, right. I'm hoping that kind of corrects. I'm hoping that'll swing back because ultimately, hopefully, we'll all be parents and we'll start to realize that a little bit of tough love does a kid good. You know, sure. I want that to come back. It's essentially like uh, like a child that has been spoiled. You know, it's it's not just about not being cruel. Now you have to n- not disagree with anything they do, yeah. no matter how bad it is. <clears throat> you know, so right. if they want to smoke twenty cigarettes and shoot up with heroin and eat all the cake they can get their hands on and have sex with as many prostitutes that haven't been. <laughs> That's that's an interesting thought. I mean, when Blonde and I were in Cleveland, I was talking to the like shout your abortion girl and like removing the stigma and all these things that kind of maybe should be stigmatized to a degree. Um, And it's interesting to speculate, like you're saying, what will be the stigma removals of the future? What will be the next stigma that the SJWs will demand? Marrying animals. (laughs) You guys hear me? Hello? Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Sorry, my mic like died, so hmm. and it went all weird for a second. Sorry, carry on, carry on. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, we started it now. Remove I the bestiality talk- stigma. I was, I was talk- <laughs> no, I was responding that to stuff. That dog like- looked oh. at me, right? That dog looked at me with love in its eyes. I was I was responding to stuff that you were saying, and then I realized that you kept on talking, so I was like, they can't hear me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been a little bit. It's probably been like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, we, we, oh, no. we hurt oh, you, we just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's We're having a problem stream today, but I know. that's my problem. fault. Sorry, guys. It's a, it's a problematic stream. Uh, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it's so infecting from left to right oh. along the little icons. It's it's getting to us. Uh, it's going to come to me next. <laughs> yeah, really. It's going to go through. When, when Blonde sneezes, the rest of the world catches a cold. <laughs> oh, that's what God. I like to hear. There you go. <laughs> okay, so we'll do uh, uh, some of these questions that the SJWs uh, asked uh, of us last week, reasonable questions. Um, Ma- Max Derrick of Honey Badger Radio did say to, if you can, maybe give them a like or leave a nice comment on their video. 
because it is a step in the right direction for them to be yeah. engaging with us, to asking questions. That's true. Can, That's true. Can can I get some background? Because I've seen this circulating. I've seen people doing like answering these questions. So who? Can right, you just so, fill me in on like so who who organized um, it? Who asked this stuff? Christy and... Winter, I believe, was the person who organized it. Okay. Oh, it wasn't um, Christy Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, it was Christy. I Christy Winters, I think, made the first video, and but I think the the idea of it was by one called Tom Avella. But basically, it's a bunch of these um, people who aren't SJWs. They don't specifically say that they're SJWs, but. I think there's some there's some like questions where they pretty much state that they are that. But mm-hmm. so they they've given all these questions and um to to anti SWs and people have like jumped on it really like pretty much everyone has has um done it and some of them are reasonable questions. I'll I'll give them that. And there is one I, I think there's only one I, there's probably a few others but um there's one person who actually is saying like would you put aside your differences as anti-feminist or whatever and you know work together and all that which is great like it's it's good that at least they're willing to talk and like we we want our I, I, me mr like we want to talk to them as well so that's that's brilliant and um still that was talking before like we might be able to actually start talking to them yes we've uh, i've spoken to philip moriarty i've spoken to rent and feminist i've spoken to chrissyosity um we're going to have them on the show sometime in the near future yeah friday we have the skeptic feminist coming on the show cool Uh, so we've got contra points coming back at the end of the month so um yeah are these like the big sjw's because all of them only have like like a few hundred yeah they don't somebody get steve shives the one person who's not blocked by steve in the world get steve shives i want everybody steve shives is in this video as well yeah i I thought i saw that so someone managed to get through his 50 impenetrable walls to contact him it it, it is possible crazy he he blocks Pewdiepie. I remember Pewdiepie, uh, Pewdiepie, who's like uh, you'll probably know who Pewdiepie is. Even yeah. Pewdiepie is blocked by Steve. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That's because Pewdiepie once made a joke about Steve. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, uh, like a little stupid joke, you know, like um, Steve oh. represents all feminists as in idiots or something like that, right? And um, and yeah, uh, and they got blocked for it. So well, that, it right. is good to hear though what you guys are saying because we struggle. We we legitimately try to book people who disagree with us on our show. They never come on. We try to Ever. show good faith, and I, I, well, I we, we try would... to show them we're interested in serious discussion and being fair, and they, they never will. I, we've had them very close, and sometimes they have commit and walk away, but they'll, they'll never come on, no matter what we do. If you if you want, well, if you want my recommendation, I think Silhouette will agree with me, but if you approach um, ContraPoints, like, he, like, we disagree with him on a few things, but, like, he was really, he was amazing. So, um, I think on what that on um one of our things, it's got his link in it. I would mm-hmm. totally recommend talking to him. And he'll he he always well he he always um respond with like, yes, usually. That, I think if you talk to me uh, after the show. I will um uh, send him a message on Twitter. Or, like I have a DM going with him, um, so I can I can ask him personally. But but yeah, um, he um. He's actually quite critical of certain feminists as well. I, th- I think was Anita Sarkeesian he was a critical of, or it was some. Yeah. So he's basically he's he calls himself an SJW feminist. I don't know whether that jo- that video was a joke or not, but he's a, a feminist essentially. And but but he is also at the same time very critical of certain feminists. So there's there's that that like would probably be a good topic of discussion. And he, ha- he hasn't fully drank the Kool Aid. In fact, in one of his videos where he responds to the armored skeptic, he says. 
I want to prove you wrong, unless, of course, you're right, in which case I want you to prove me wrong. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, like, I would, if, if you want someone to contact, ContraPoints would be... Yeah, I would definitely, especially because, you know, that, like, he came on our show, he'd never done a live stream before, like, you know, he was giving us, uh, like, a lot of trust, you know, coming on our show, not not um, knowing much about us, we'd mm-hmm. never had a feminist before that, because we point to him, whenever I talk to feminists now, I'm like, well, we had ContraPoints on, and he enjoyed himself, so I'm sure you will as well, so... We think... <laughs> He gave us a lot of trust, um, so we think it's only fair to try and get him notoriety um, on other people's channels as well, because I'm sure he'll come on, given that uh, he is, you know, it, it, he's not he's not like a crazy feminist. He knows that th- certain things they do are wrong. He just believes in the core principles. Mm-hmm. But the core principles no longer represent what... Which is what I... I they've already been about. achieved. Yeah, I, like I, I, I think he's wrong, but I, I certainly respect him enough to, you know. Maybe we can bring him, him over here. That sounds like the skag used to be. Uh, I was never yeah. really on the feminist bandwagon, though. I was just more on the like yeah. liberal economics kind of bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, Feminism the- creeps in, though. Like, like I never would have called myself a feminist, a feminist, but I was a full-on, you know, full-blown feminist for sure. Same. Yeah, he was a professor as well. I think a professor of philosophy. Oh, oh really? It? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for for a brief while he, he he taught a I think he taught a semester. Yeah, yeah. So that might be a good topic of discussion as well. Um, uh, yeah, with the real quick back to the the video, you're you're gonna see a lot of smug. You you're gonna see a lot of condescension. Basically, <laughs> you're gonna see smug on on I'm just you and you you might groan a bit, but yeah. But at the same time, it's still good for them for at least you know wanting to do it, even though some of them are blatantly like, gotcha. Sort yeah. of questions, but um, some of them yeah. think that they're completely un- infallible and untouchable. Yeah, so we got some good zingers, some Tim yeah, Kane yeah. zingers mixed in there. <laughs> you know, uh, should I engage Chrissyosity? She made a response video to me, and Sugar Tits responded to that, and I was like, I'll let Sugar Tits take care of this. But I watched it, and I'm like, maybe I should respond to this. But they weren't good arguments, and so I'm like, I don't care. I don't know if I <laughs> if I even should bother. Well, oh, um, it's one of these. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, um, you know, I, I think, um, like, she, you know, she wanted to come on the show as well. I think she's a little bit uh, nervous at the moment, like, not knowing what to expect. But, um, yeah, I mean, Why like, would she be nervous? She took on bearing. Well, it's, it's, it's one thing to um, take on, like, someone when you are in control of the edit button, whereas it's like, another thing entirely to, oh, go, to go on, on someone's show. channel live. You know? Oh, I thought that she did a hangout with, with him. I don't know. I haven't been really following this very closely. Yeah. I think but, I think it was only the dudes who did the hangout with Baring. Um, yeah. But I might oh. be behind. It was so only the Michael Rollins and the other guy. Yeah. The thing with Christy, she's probably the 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 most the, the not the nicest. Well, yeah, she was nice, um, but she's the least uh, insane one. Like you, she was the she was the reasonable the most reasonable one. I, I, I certainly got that um, thing anyway. But uh, we'll have yes, to see. Uh, um, so, yes, I I, um, I I do want to invite on these feminists to, to have a discussion, but um, there are one or two that I, I don't think would be able to come on and have a civil discussion just based on the way that, that they are sort of putting out these videos, you know? Yeah. Um, so so if, if 
I'm wrong. Maybe they'll get in contact with me, but um, I, I just don't see the point of wasting time. Mm. You know, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to have a shit flinging contest any more than most of them do. I think it's obvious right. with some of them. I think Michael Rowland, I think being one of them, it, it's obvious that they absolutely loathe anti-SJWs and that's pretty much fueling them. I mean, you never know really, but that seems we got that seems to be the impression I got from especially Michael Rollins. Um, so I do, yeah, I don't know what how, you what... mean to imply that hatred motivates these peaceful, tolerant, <laughs> loving leftists. Oh God, no sorry, way. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll go <laughs> well, I mean, whip, whip my back and free hail and eases or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there are one, there are one or two um, like anti-feminists who, if I was an SJW looking to invite people on. I would probably avoid, you know, like there are a couple of anti-feminists that I wouldn't necessarily trust to. Well, um, yeah, I mean, to be, I think to be fairly critical of the anti-feminist YouTube community, there is a lot of it that is just pure shit posting in video form. To oh, be honest. for sure. Like it's it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. it's not intellectually <clears throat> stimulating. I'm not saying it's not entertaining because there's a market for that but traps of being like yeah. emotionally motivated and reactionary and i think that's that's one of the questions that they ask it, well it's not going to be covered on this one but the very first question that they that they say is and, and it's a fair question i i can understand what they mean but the question was isn't it ironic to respond to a feminist with the same type of hypersensitive out there uh, not aggressive. Not aggressive. He didn't say aggressiveness, but he's basically saying what you what you just said. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not really irony. It's hypocrisy. Mm. I'd say. Yeah. Well, but even even yeah, so, head when she spoke about it, she said like it's it's because they're trying to entertain as well as educate. That's yeah. why they they sort of heighten their personality. Yeah, I think that's and what the amazing atheist said. That too. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's what the amazing atheist said. He said like, but a lot of them are professional entertainers if they get paid for it so they pretty much have to go do some funny things because yeah i mean we all we all have to make an entertaining product or yeah. our channels are not going to launch you know and so there's going to be an element of that but that doesn't mean that we can't tell the truth without an entertaining spin like we're, it doesn't mean that we're dressing up the truth for entertainment well yeah exactly if you watch a comedian talk about politics the comedian's not going to stand there and speak like a politician where he's like what we need to do is do this and i think benefit he's going to go do you know what's really stupid do you know what's (laughs) really fucking stupid you know like you know so so obviously if you're trying to entertain people you're you're going to be a lot more hyperbolic you're going to be exaggerated um you're you know you're going to try to make your statement as big as possible and as loud as possible, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your statement isn't still correct. Right, right. Yeah, and that's the point Amazing Atheist was trying to make. I think he did a good job with his response video. Oh yeah, he, I hate to say roasted, but he really did. He just eviscerated. He destroyed them. one by one. Yeah. It was scathing. Like, I felt bad for the people making the video because I was Mm -hmm. like, Jesus, you guys are just, you must be crying, like, in your bathtub <laughs> right now. Right. Uh, I'll broadcast to everyone. Uh-huh. <sighs> Present to everyone, even. Um, One of your arguments that I see in many of your videos is that it is possible to separate criticism of the religion of Islam from the actual Muslim people. And yet, this line seems to be crossed very often. I see things like raghead or camel fucker or other... <laughs> what? <laughs> Straw man alert. This is great, though. I didn't know you could share audio and video on um, Hangouts now, so that's really useful. 
Yeah. They used to be used to not be able to do that, at least the audio. But I haven't used it for a while. I think so. So it's got the headphones out as well, so I can. Oh yeah, I, I'm I, I'm actually um, broadcasting with speakers right now. Um, nice. So so I bought a special pair of speakers that specifically wouldn't echo. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't feel obliged to answer that question because I don't use those terms. I've never criticized yeah. Islam and called them ragheads and camel fuckers, not once. So. Ooh. Yes, um, and exactly. I find that I think it's a stupid question because it's I'm, I think that people that practice Islam are inextricably linked to Islam. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, of course, I'm going to talk about Muslims when I'm talking about Islam because they're people that practice Islam. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Well, it's no, kind of I like talking about Republicans when you're talking about or, you know, if you're criticizing the Republican political doctrine, right, you're going right. to talk about the, the people who believe in the it. That doesn't mean that you it, think yeah. that they should be destroyed or something. But yeah. Well, in fact. Lacey Green went so far as to, in one of her MTV uh, Drawless episodes, refer to the Republicans as rape publicans, right? So, I uh. mean, like, like, you know, as, as much as what Chrissiosity is is saying um, could be true for some shit posters, like, it's not as if the left has never been ridiculous and nasty. Yeah, that's right. every or bit even, as bad as Campbell I mean, and what, what, I mean, interestingly too, like what's the takeaway theme from the question? Well, you're a bigot or something. I mean, essentially she is, she has a disguised uh, ad hominem. Like her, her question is about ad hominem, but really it's just a disguised ad hominem. I, I, th I, I think that's a bullshit question. I think what she, sh I think essentially what she's saying is like all these people are saying these things like raghead and camel fucker in the comments. Why aren't you doing anything to say, Hey, don't say that. Oh God! And I think yeah, I mean, no, of course. Maybe. Yeah, the 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 burden to police like everyone your on the side of an argument, mm -hmm. like, your own I audience. The, someone, I hear that from people all the time. It drives me crazy. Like, yeah. this is someone the kind wrote of the N word in your comments. Yeah, someone said that ban, in your comments. Them. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I am not responsible for anything anybody says except for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the amazing atheist had the best response to this one, and it was basically. I'd be more, it, it seems weird that you're more worried about someone saying camel fucker than a gay person getting thrown off a, um, off a roof. It says a lot about someone who's more important, who cares more about oh, yeah. someone looking at a Muslim the wrong way. Um, more, more, more concerned with that rather than, you know, uh, 50 people dead in a theater because oh, yeah. of yeah. terrorists. Yeah, totally. And the Amazing Atheist is a liberal guy. Like he's a, mm -hmm. like a textbook yeah. social liberal guy. Um, and oh, so I we... love that they're like classifying him as like alt right. He's like, "Yo, I am like a straight up Democrat, except for this free speech issue." Oh, every, everyone's alt right. Did you see Lacey Green calling Philly uh, Philip DeFranco <laughs> yeah. alt right? What? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, why, why do they think that the alt right is just everybody that doesn't agree with them? Like, I don't know. it's just one of those. It's just one of those things to add on with you know racist, misogynist, bigot, and all that. It's just another thing to to call someone. They go, oh, and you like word. truly alt right people. I can probably count on one hand that I can think of that like actually identify as alt right, mm -hmm. as far as like, YouTube is concerned. Otterface and I like. Um, I mean, I don't I, like. I don't want to speak for Otterface too much, but Otterface <laughs> and I would probably um, both say that we are left leaning, that we are liberal, mm -hmm. that we would. Oh yeah. yeah. That we would be Democrat supporters, for example. We but we absolutely despise Hillary. Like, like Armored Skeptic said, you know, people said, oh, you must be right wing because you challenge the left so much. And he's like, no, I challenge the left because I think the left is correct. And I think right. the left has to be beaten into shape. Right. Exactly. I what about how to challenge the right so much because I think the right is not correct. I'm trying to build the platform that I want to stand on, not destroy someone else's. 
Well, the, the thing with co- returning well, these to principles, to the founding principles, like the thing with the sorry, go on. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was just say the thing with you said um, classical liberalism. That's even considered not alt right, but still on the right by the left. Even but that's what liberalism class- used to be. They've just gone mm-hmm. so far from that, their foundational values, and so I think a lot of people are true liberals, like like Skag and Dave Rubin, and they just want to redefine their party based upon the principles it was founded upon. And so those people, they're they're not Republicans. They're true liberals. I suppose when you go the f- the further the further left you go, everything else is right. Yeah, I that's exactly. I guess what so. I mean, and then these people I, are just commies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I share the desire to want to fix the left. I suppose, but at what point? I mean, it seems like every day I wake up and there's something that I thought we agreed on that they're now chiseling away at. I mm-hmm. I, I don't know what we share anymore. And and yeah, like, when like, they when they when they don't share the the cultural values I do of especially just cultural libertarianism, you should be able to do and say the things that you want so long as you aren't imposing or harming uh, somebody else. They don't they don't share that value. And if you don't share to me what's the most important value, what do we have left? What else is there to agree on? I got to find some other home. Like I mean, I uh, for for example, exactly what you're saying. Like I, I just um, I, like I would say, ten years ago, I looked to the left and said, do you, you know, hey guys, do you remember segregation? Wasn't that ridiculous? Who the fuck thought of that? Right? Am I right? And they would all be like, oh, silhouette, you yeah. always have it right. And, uh, and nowadays I'll be like, hey, don't you think segregation was a crock of shit? And they'll be like, what are you talking about? White people and black people need to be separated. Yeah, get out of this colored space and you're not a voice of color, so be yeah, quiet. Like, that kind of thing, like, I thought, guys, I thought we trusted each other. I thought we knew each other. Like, who the hell are you now? It's yeah. a bad breakup. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I, I was joking the other day. Um, if you're familiar with the Star Wars scene of, um, of uh, in episode three when Natalie Portman's character is watching uh, Anakin Skywalker become Darth Vader and they're on that molten lava planet and she's like, you're going down a path I can't follow. <laughs> and, you know, and she's tearing yeah. up and like, I don't know who you are. This kind of like, I don't recognize you moment. That's how I feel. I have become Padme, the left's Padme, and they're going down a path I can't follow. And I'm tearing up and crying. And the worrying thing about that, I suppose, is then Anakin strangles Padme. Yeah, yeah. To death. <laughs> Gag, be careful. <laughs> but she spawns um, two two other people who are the who are the hope who will fight against it. So yeah, there's that out, of the, out yeah. of the death of a of the of uh, what we see as the left becomes a new left that will stop the evil people. I don't know. I'm trying to right. say something it, profound. It's just an interesting <laughs> metaphor. I mean, think of Anakin's motivation. It was he wanted to restore order to the universe. He wanted to bring peace, but his 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 craving for power corrupted him and he became everything mm. that he claimed to hate and i think that's exactly what's happening with the left it's, it's kind of like you know i don't know like to continue that like i, I i'm kind of like um it's like the it's like guys segregation is evil they're like from <laughs> our point of view the freedom is evil yeah 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 <laughs> The integration is evil. Yeah. Like, well, then you are lost. Yeah, exactly. I see people taking very serious shots at Muslims in videos and hangouts, and they don't get 
called out, at least not that I can see. So my question is this, why should a person of conscience who is concerned about the Muslim people in their community not being harmed or mistreated, why should they believe that you're actually only attempting to look at the ideas and talk about the ideas if you ignore bigotry that's occurring right in front of you? Because we don't say that. It's a dumb question. To break bread and salt with moderate Muslim God damn it, this is a long question. Oh, hey, I would welcome, send me, link me a moderate Muslim to talk to. I'd I'd prop up the moderate Muslims because they're not a thing. They aren't a thing. A moderate Muslim exists until you talk to them, and then they're like, yeah, the Sharia law is more important than the Constitution. That reminds me. Oh, there was this video. I, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a video about it. But it was. It was this guy, and he was um, interviewing just um, normal Muslims on the street, and they were talking about Sharia law. And oh my god, it was unbelievable. Um, they were saying like, oh, um, do you think I, the question that was asked was, do you think Sharia law is barbaric? And they were like, no, no. Oh yeah, no. yeah. And yes. and someone said, what do you think about this particular thing? You know, like your thieves, thieves having their hands cut off. And she goes, well, you know, um, they should, they they know what happened, so they know they're not going to do it or something like that. I'm like, whoa, you're just you're saying that that's so you're not condemning the fact that they someone's hands get chopped off. Well, uh, you know, ladies, you know what'll happen if you don't wear the burqa. You get stoned to death. You know, you yeah. didn't know, you did know. We told you, don't be yeah. gay or you get thrown off a building. We did know. I mean, to hey, your hey, point. Hey, I've seen um, what's that guy's name? He does a lot of street interviews. Horowitz, I forget his first name, but he um, he was walking around um, downtown Minneapolis, talking to a lot of the Somali immigrants in uh, in Minneapolis, and asking them, you know, if it was up to <laughs> you, uh, his last name's Horowitz. I forget his first name, um, but he does a lot of street interviews like this, and he was um, he's talking to these Somali immigrants, and he's asking them in plain terms, you know, if it's up to you, do you prefer the constitutional system of government, constitutional system of creating and enforcing laws that the U.S. has, or do you, or would you prefer Sharia law? And they will tell you in very calm, peaceful, plain-spoken terms. terms yeah. um, well, look, if it was up to me, I would take God's law over man's law any day. Oh, yeah. Of course, any I would day. take God's what law. What about they're that not white hostile, lady at the but RNC, their ideas are the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Their ideas are terrifying. Terrifying. Just terrifying, yeah. Yeah. It's it's even more terrifying. Like when when they say when they talk like like we should when when they say it in such a calm manner, like yeah. and, and they look at you as if you've asked them such like a really stupid question, like you've just gone yeah. and they're like what? Um, it, oh, it's creepy. They'd be like, oh yeah, Sharia law. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's got really bad press. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they they don't understand the, the, the like Sharia, the beautiful the beautiful words of 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 a, a law and all that. They they're just seeing the bad stuff, you know. Like not not all Sharias. I don't know. Like no, I mean basically the the day that my kind of relationship with Islam, not with Muslims. I, I know plenty of Muslims have all been very friendly people, right? <laughs> my what? I'm serious. It's not a joke. <laughs> I'm not talking like I, did, I don't know like you know I don't know the guys that brought down the twin towers okay like I'm talking about I'm talking about I know I know that had nothing to do with Islam are dude. What? what they weren't real Muslims um yeah. they went to clubs they went to strip clubs the night before so they're not real Muslims therefore nothing to do with Islam yeah well um the the basically um. yeah no I, it's it, not about Muslims but in terms of Islam was when I found out that, um, you know, like Muhammad married, married a six-year-old and consummated when she was nine. And, um, and it's, it's basically like, they'll be, you know, they, that uh, people who have defended that have said, oh, but it was a different time, you know, that was okay. <laughs> Look, listen, Muhammad is supposed to be 
pure, right? His actions are supposed to be perfect. And if you are going to say, oh, that was a different time, then why does that not apply to everything else that he said and did? Yeah. Either his actions are pure for all time, which means you agree with having sex with children, or what he did was wrong then and it's wrong now yeah. and he wasn't a good to be person. Fair, to be fair, I've also heard another argument to justify that and that is that this was a particularly developed nine-year-old. This is oh, a nine-year-old oh, who oh, I think hit small, yeah. nice and, and early and she was very emotionally mature and she was ready oh, yeah. to bang And it was Muhammad. a different time back then. It doesn't matter if she had the start <laughs> that, period. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, you can't use the different time argument because they, they will then go on to say that all of his other actions are immortal you know everything else he said everything he did that that's not part of a time period that's part of you know at, like everything that lasts forever those words are divine forever you know so what i'm picturing all, in my head. either all of his actions were pure including having sex with children or none of them were okay <laughs> either, either he is a divine and ultimate prophet in which case god condones pedophilia or <laughs> none of what he did was okay so you have oh. to decide you have to decide whether or not pedophilia is divine that's that's my challenge i want to see chris hansen walk in on muhammad <laughs> I'm, I'm chris hansen you want to tell me what you're doing here and muhammad's just eating the cookies nervously well oh, she's a very developed nine-year-old it's fine seems yeah. fine to me <laughs> i don't know it makes me think of that episode of family guy like when peter tries to he pretends that he has a psychic power and he says in order to find the person who's lost, he needs to like touch the breasts of the wife or something. Oh, yeah. And the wife is like really ugly and he's like, ah, does she have a daughter? And, and it's like, yeah, but the daughter's like 12. And it's like, well, is it a developed 12 which does exist? So would like Chrissyosity is asking us, would we invite on a moderate Muslim? Do you know what, Chrissyosity? We're we've yeah, invited, sure. We've invited you on, and when you come on, if you know any moderate Muslims, we'll have them on as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. All of us. That goes for everybody's show here. Yeah, absolutely. Just to build some bridges there, and to learn more about what they think and how they feel and what their experience has been, so that information and knowledge can be further. He denied that systemic racism against Black people is like a thing in general. Yes. And so, what, okay, just, just step up, just cover your ears for a second and let the smart people talk. If not, why is it so much more important to you to demonize groups like Black Lives Matter than to actually use your platforms to discuss actual solutions to issues surrounding race and racism? We do all the time. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that uh, sorry, I don't know. You guys take it. But. Yeah, um, well, yeah we, we do discuss real solutions like body cameras. Um, uh, amazing Atheist pretty much Mash, smash this person on this one, but like, yeah, body cams, body cams on police, um, um, more, you know, get, being able to, you know, go into community, go into like black communities instead of, you know, like getting kicked out by like gangs, uh, and stuff like that, you know, like stitches get snitches get stitches or, or, or whatever, um, and, um, to well, yeah, they just don't like that a lot of the proposed solutions uh, are cultural ones that mm -hmm. they need to be introspective about. Yeah, that, that's what they don't like. Uh, I'm sorry that that's the case, but but there is a lot of problems. Uh, there are a lot of problems in inner city black culture, and that's just the reality of it. Now, I, th I think everyone's more than willing to help uh, make them safer places, make them better places with more opportunity for people to rise and, and become uh, meaningful social contributors. But for now, <laughs> there are a lot of problems there that they have to be honest about. It's like, to me, what it's it's like saying is, do you admit that headaches are, or migraines are a real problem? If so, why do you have a problem with trepanning? You know what trepanning yeah. is? It's, it's the ancient art of drilling holes in your head to let the demons out if you had a headache. 
right? <laughs> so it's basically like you you can see that headaches are sore. Why are you against trepanning? And it's like because trepanning is not helping. Trepanning is making it worse. I, and I don't even grant the premise of the headache. He says, do you deny systemic racism? Yes, I do. A hundred percent. Uh, yeah, systemic racism that produced the black president. Yeah, I deny it. Yeah, yeah. isolated <laughs> racism. Sure, magic. systemic. No, magic, magic. Go on. Butter, were you done? Uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> Go on. Discuss or done a video about black on black crime. What are you going to do a video about white on white crime and what we as white people can do to solve the problems in our community? It's much much lower. It's yeah. it's very very low. Statistically, no, this is just there's dishonest. There's no movement called White Lives Matter. If there was a massive movement that was causing riots over all these different cities, claiming that black cops were oppressing them, we would then go on about white on white crime. But considering oh, that yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement essentially exists to say that white people are attacking black people and nobody cares, we are contesting that. We are saying, no, no, we're not. In fact, the majority of black uh, black people who are harmed are harmed by other black people. So it's like the reason we bring it up rather than bringing up white on white crime is because that's the, the debate that you brought up yourself. Yep, exactly. You know, They've you made said, the racial division. Not you us. said white people are hurting black people. You never said that black people are hurting white people. We don't need to talk about white on white crime until you bring it up. Okay, so, you know, to me, it's like Christy Winters is saying, I want to talk about dog shows. Why aren't you talking about canned food? You know, it's like, well, you never brought up canned food. You brought up dog shows. Okay, all of my videos regarding dog sho shows and not canned food was because canned food was never brought up. Yeah, and, and a lot of people say 15% um, of the population commit um 50% of homicides. That's a problem. That's a massive, massive problem. I don't for, think it's a small demographic. I don't think it has anything to do with like black people no. actually being more aggressive or anything. I think I think poverty. And I think yeah, it's poverty honest, and culture. If I was honest with you, mm -hmm. I would think that this whole race war is a distraction <coughs> from the only thing that actually influences crime, which is money. Mm-hmm. Like if we can start to drug, drug wars and, and all that yeah, stuff. we can start to come up with reasonable solutions to problems like you know drug wars and stuff yeah. and, and and organized crime. If we can well, come up with you know ways of bettering school systems, bettering transport systems, bettering uh, like healthcare. If if we can come up with ways of spreading like wealth more appropriately rather than spending a hundred million dollars on some kind of nuclear well, bomb thing that we don't I don't do. think that that's going to fix the problem though because these are cultural problems until these communities value education and they want to keep the nuclear family together they're going to be impoverished and destitute regardless of what kind of you know educational yeah. opportunities there well that's that's like that. definitely true that you know um, more than 80 percent of criminals come from broken homes this idea that you can break up the family <laughs> and not affect the children is just bullshit yeah. And that's the and, only and, thing and that they to, really need to do if they want to eliminate crime from their communities. Yeah, and keep I'm, and, families and, together. Yep, and and um, you know, imp improving or or getting more wealth into the into the hands of these people, it, it, it is about opportunity. To your point, but to Blonde's point, um, you know, you tend to do better wealth wise when your family sticks together as well. So, no, and I, again, this goes yeah. back to the point of there are elements of culture that need to be addressed, and I'm so tired of this finger pointing everywhere else, but no fingers pointing inward. I am mm -hmm. me. I am more than willing to do my part of the social contract, but you gotta, 
meet everybody else halfway. That's the mm -hmm. way that it works. I think we're, we're, it's more, well, this is more a response to the previous question, but we, we do, uh, our side, our community or whatever, um, we do have solutions. We do, we have discussions about solutions. It's just not the solution that do you want to hear? You want yeah. to hear. The solution yeah. is eliminating welfare programs and mm. the black community changing their value system and adopting, you know, some more typically yeah. white characteristics like, you know, being educated and appreciating academic mm -hmm. environments. So, I mean, there's not there's not really anything. I think that we're kind of tapped out. Like the giving culture doesn't doesn't affect these cultures. It's not going to it's not going to improve mm -hmm. them. And so we just have to let them improve themselves. Yeah. For, for my part, I wouldn't necessarily say that welfare in its in its own right is a bad thing. Like, as in some people need it, you know, like disability and things like that. But um, but it like I, I would agree that um that it, it is getting it is a good thing that is being misused. I wouldn't necessarily say the solution is to get rid of it altogether. But I think that private organizations like they used to would take care of it. Like people are under the impression that like companies are. The least benevolent and philanthropic of you know way less philanthropic than individuals but that's not true i mean they used to sustain entire social welfare programs in countries and and it really worked i think that like government social assistance could be effectively eliminated picked up by the private sector and i think that it would run really smoothly probably better and people would exploit it less but they don't want to hear this shit. they just want bigger government well i think I would love to. I'd love to believe that that's true. And you know what, blonde? If you're right, then I I hope that what you're saying happens. Um, Me too. I, I, like I just personally, um, I know that I know that poverty is not necessarily something that is always someone's fault. So what I'm trying right. to say is that I do believe in helping people. That that basically saying, oh, you're poor, get a job. I don't think that is the solution. But um, like well, they, I, I, but they I, have I to want they, to get a job too. I mean that is right. Right. <laughs> I mean, we, we welfare queens are a thing and, oh, yeah. and that has become a painful realization for me because I, I come from a, philosophically from a lot of the places you're describing where, uh, you know, you want to believe that poverty is mostly a situation that you are in through no fault of your own and you would do anything to get out of it. If given a genuine opportunity to do so, you just need a good opportunity. Right. It's That's become painfully clear, right? It's becoming painfully clear. <laughs> To me over time that there are plenty of people that say hmm good opportunity or just being i'll be blunt being worthless i'll, I'll choose <laughs> being worthless thanks very yeah. much that is a thing i'm not saying it's most i'm not saying it's all but it's something that we need to be wary of it certainly uh is more common than i wanted to think you know? yeah, right and then you have to think about like actual populations that are destitute like mentally ill homeless people there's a huge population in la um and then reagan closed uh, mental institutions during his terms during his term and it caused this huge influx of insane homeless people and you know these people actually needed assistance they needed government assistance so we can't eliminate welfare programs entirely i mean there is going to be a subsection of the population that needs help from the government chronically um and mm -hmm. through no fault of their own yeah i am um, i like j just to just to lighten the mood very slightly i've mentioned this last week but i just think it's so weird when there's a little christy watching the bigger christy <laughs> is that actually a video feed or is that a picture no, that's, oh, wait, oh, oh, oh it's a reflection on the tv no, i can see no, no, she's editing a video okay okay yeah she's no, taking oh, oh, oh okay yeah. it's, it's to represent that to she's taken the time out of her day to go oh i have to do I, I, but yeah. she, she take a time of her day to make this video but she's showing that she's doing loads of other stuff yeah, well. yeah, that is the face of a feminist right there. Does she and have the a big apartment following? And I don't even um, know. Three thousand. She does loads of um, back and forth with Sargon of Akkad, and oh, I've seen like, that, she, but I don't know what her following is. Oh, she, yeah. I, um, she's got like three thousand, yeah, three thousand subscribers okay, so around about there. Um, 
but like I'm surprised it, Sargon's war with her is that uh he, he, they, ha- they had a debate um yeah Sargon I think Sargon said like he didn't handle himself that well he, he f- found himself to be a bit more like aggressive but he still but everyone still thought like he was he he won essentially but he, he said yeah. he would have carried himself better but well, you, the- you'll get an impression that she's she's quite a condescending person like if you haven't yeah, yeah. read a, it's it's one of those if you haven't read a specific book then that means you're, then you're ignorant you well i yeah. saw this yeah. wasn't that the steve shives question in here where he's like to you anti-feminist can you please tell me the feminist <laughs> literature that you have read to form yeah, your yeah, opinion yeah. oh god yeah yeah and, um, what mra books have you read steve to get to your conclusion oh, god. is he is that in here can i hear that yeah is that yeah which one? We're gonna have to I'm, move along. I'll, so. I'll have to get going soon, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like say, to hear um, that. There he is, <laughs> stupid Steve. Wife, let him, wife, let him out of his cage. It would be interesting to ask which oh. second wave feminists, in particular, do you appreciate? Which books written by second wave feminists have you read and found interesting? Oh. Which feminist activists have you specifically admired? as you form the opinion that you like second wave feminism, but you have no use for third wave feminism. I'm just curious. What MRA books books have you read, Steve, that made you form your opinion on MRA, on the MRA movement? Oh, none. You've just got this opinion. I mean, could, is it not possible to form an original opinion as well? I'm not saying it's not good to be well read, but you don't have to. Experiences are yeah. the most important to these people until like a situation like this when they're like, "You haven't read all these fucking books." I'm like, it what reminds, about me having to abide by your feelings, it reminds and personal me, experiences, and every other arena? It reminds me of the scene in Goodwill Hunting where they're in that bar and that um that Harvard guy's like quoting all these um all this this book as if it's his own ideas and then he calls him out and then Will Goodwill Hunting calls him out on it and he goes, You're just regurgitating this because you have no original opinion. Yeah. At least I'll be ori- I might be working in a McDonald's for most of my life, but at least I'll have a re- I'll be original. I'll tell you my <laughs> my opinion on feminism right now has been shaped in pretty much entirely by my YouTube experience. Before all this, yeah. you know, I was just kind of one of those guys that like didn't know anything about the history of, you know, Mm -hmm. suffrage and women's rights and all these things. And I would, and people, if someone would ask me in like, I don't know, 2010, like, like, let's say when I was graduating school, they say, are you a feminist? I'd say like, well, yeah. Do I believe like in equality of the, in, in equality of the sexes? Sure. I'm a feminist, I guess. But through exposure to this, I have seen what it actually means, what they actually want, what their actual positions are. And it hasn't taken me reading books on these issues to realize yeah, that these yeah. people don't don't have good values in my opinion they don't uh care about statistical evidence they don't care about sound reasoning they care about feelings and they care about things that i think are destructive rather than constructive mm-hmm. uh, so none of that for me has been going to the library and reading books from the 40s or something or earlier from the yeah and what about people that come from feminism like me that are former feminists is he gonna say that like my experience is invalid in this particular instance because i haven't read a bunch of second wave feminist books you know i used to be a feminist i think that's enough mm-hmm. um i mean like, you're in the belly of the beast yeah <laughs> to be honest I-, I would say that you need to be a feminist to believe in gender equality the way that you need to be a nazi to believe in animal rights <laughs> yeah that's a good analogy so, why is a literal teenager's different definition of racism from you so horrifying that you all have to go no no we have to stop him, him there. Ah! wherever did you get because she's wrong 
or he's wrong or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I have no sympathy for someone who goes, oh, while not like crying harassment or whatever when she said all white people are racist, all yeah. straight people are homophobic. Like, do you not expect to get a response from that when you say yeah. something outrageous? Like, and it's a reasonable response. Yeah. Why are you harassing me? Like, you put that Milo, Milo clearly did all that so that she would get attention. Yeah, and then she made like an, another video, which was like an announcement thing, and she goes, "Guys, I'm making an announcement. Cisphobia, heterophobia doesn't exist." And Ugh. it was like, "You little piece of shit! Like you, you love this. You really like it. I mean, maybe that, maybe that's me looking too much into it, but I think she likes it in a sense." I love, yeah. I love how they're like, "Do you know that Milo got a bully at school who found some of the response?" It's like, "Listen, Milo was 17." when she made that video, okay? Milo was old enough to know that if you go on the internet and say all white people are racist, all heterosexuals are homophobic, and all cis people are uh, transphobic, that you're gonna get a response, right? I'm not gonna, like, it's not like she's fucking 11, okay? She was 17. That is almost, like, that, that's, all, that's almost old enough to vote. If you're almost old enough to vote, you're old yeah. enough to make decisions in other areas. Don't pretend that just because she's a teenager that that excuses what she said. Oh, um, hmm. funny thing. Um, on that video that where she was all white people are racist. You know, there's a bit where she goes like, subscribe to these two people, these two lovely people, and she shows that Gazi guy. Well, she's put an annotation. I I I, lo I looked at it because I wanted to use a video for something, and she's put an annotation on it, and she said, actually, don't go to Gazi. But the thing she said, which was confusing, she said. Don't fo don't subscribe to him. Not because he hates white people, but because he's anti-Semitic. And I'm like, well, what about both? <laughs> she really yeah. seemed like it's okay. Don't 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 um, don't hate him for you know because of the fact that like he said like fuck white people. Hate him because he said this. Like they're both equally bad. But I love. I just found it really interesting that she said don't hate him for this thing. <laughs> don't hate him for, for obvious racism. <laughs> The thing is, right, that actually we did exactly what Milo wanted. Milo wanted yeah, all the attention probably. in the world, right? And and she got it. If we had not, now they're, they're like, they're like, I can't believe you you hurt Milo. And it's like, look, if we hadn't hurt Milo, Milo would be a sad little flower right now because that's what Milo was looking for. Okay, we did. Oh, yeah. We gave Milo exactly what she wanted, and she was thrilled with the attention. Okay. Isn't it a bit? Isn't it a bit condescending when they say when they all rush to defend her? Like, can't she defend herself? Like, she is a, she's a big girl. Like, she can. She doesn't have everyone to go. Oh, oh, oh! This poor girl. I'll save you. Like, well, that's what she wanted. Yeah. Let 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 her let her um let her do let her stand by her words and suffer the consequences of her saying those words. Like, <laughs> I, I was seventeen. I was damn sure taking responsibility for my actions. <laughs> Are there any Crickets. actual reasonable Crickets, questions in this video? Because so far all I've heard is, uh, why do you use mean words? And I've heard, <laughs> what books have you read to form your opinion? I mean, these are not the the one. And the other question about systemic racism um, was kind of fair, kind of reasonable. But a lot of these are just loaded with assumptions. Yeah, or a lot not of them. Very reasonable or, or genuine. A lot of them are gotcha questions. I, I don't know. Something makes me think, but like. And, and maybe this makes me a bit conspiratorial about what they're doing, but like it makes me think like the intention wasn't to ask questions, but it was to get a kind of re they they predicted a reaction and they were using specific questions in order to fire up a certain reaction and saying like, see, 
we did this and this is exactly what we thought the STSCW did. They do all this kind of stuff. Someone should make a someone should make a response to this. I assume people have or like, oh, have questions like for them. Tons of people. But, Pretty but much everyone. Uh, my response, I wish someone would just make one that's be like, hey, I've got some questions for you, but blocked, 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 blocked. <laughs> I'm blocked by Steve. I'm probably blocked by Christy. I'm probably blocked by everyone. I bet I'm blocked by half the people in here for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to Chrissyosity. She has not blocked. I don't think ah. she's blocked like I think the only The only person who's blocked me is Steve, I think. I've been blocked uh. by all the hot fatties. <laughs> Like Lindy West blocked me before. I oh yeah, she blocked me as well. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt for for like trying to be reasonable. I don't know how many of them because I don't, I don't doubt that some of them are doing this purely to sort of flip you the bird. But I want to <laughs> Philip Moriarty, for example, seems genuine. Um, I would give the benefit of the doubt to ranting feminist. Steve is a prick, right? Steve yeah. is not serious. Steve was like, I'm just curious. I just want to know what books you read. I'm just curious, right? Oh yeah. It's, and, it's... and I don't think I don't think Christy Winters thinks that uh, you know, thinks that SJWs are worth speaking to either, right? But I do I do want to say that at least some of them are trying. Yeah. You've got to give them that, I suppose. Credit with credit is due. Was a self-applied identity, and if the only yeah, right, he, he just I, I what he said that where did you get the impression that racism was a self-applied identity? What does that what? even mean? I've never heard that. It basically means when that race or racism. What did he racism? That you, in order to be a racist, you have to admit to being a racist. And it's like, dude, we disagree with that. That's why we call everyone who says something that is anti-race racist regardless of their black white chinese and native american like it's us who are saying that you don't have asterisks and uh and addendums to being called a racist if you say something that's racist then you're a racist right we were not the ones that set up rules for being racist right Next. You can only be a racist if you're white, or you can only be a racist if you're rich, or, you know, like, we're not the ones that decided that it had... I, I'm just so tired of, like, trying to deflect accusations of racism. I'm with Blonde, I just go like, eh, okay, I guess yeah, I'm a racist. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, I'll, now? Don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll treat everyone exactly the same, and if that's not good enough for you, then yeah, I'm a racist. Yeah. Or, you're, or you're racist by association or something oh, yeah. like that, or to someone oh, you've yeah. talked to. I think like one of your videos where like um, someone was saying to you, or to you or to someone else, that you were on, someone was on a podcast and it was like a racist podcast, and because yeah, you but... knew them, that meant you're racist by association. That was the accusation we got, yeah. Like, I, I'm going to um, say something that, uh, like... That, that some people you know may not agree with, but I, I genuinely I think that um, the irony is that uh, feminists say they want to be treated like men are. They want to be given the respect that men give one another. The thing is, though, if feminists were, if men treated feminists the way they treat each other, feminists would have the shit kicked out of them. Oh yeah, right? because the like like for example, you know that woman who did the humongous thing, you know, and she went on and she was like. <laughs> just abused a woman like if a man had done that somebody would have punched him in the face right like well that and imagine, and, imagine I mean, a man um so, sorry matt but uh, imagine a man it. saying 
You know, you can't watch that. You can't wear that. You can't look at me when I don't want you to. You can't speak to me when I don't want you to. You have to sit this way. You have to do this thing. You have to be this way. You have to have these thoughts. Like if a man went up to another man and made all those demands, the other man would kick his ass, right? It's because men respect women more than they respect each other that women don't get a punch in the face for telling a man how to sit and how to speak yeah. and what to think and where to look. Yeah. I can't, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yep. And, and, but it's at the end of the day, I mean, the only thing I would say too is men and women just treat each other differently and that's just the way it is. It doesn't mean better or worse. It just means that there's always going to be a different dynamic between the sexes. It just means that like dudes are always going to sit you know, like in a bar setting, they might talk about the chicks in the bar amongst each other differently than they talk to them. And the chicks at the bar are going to talk about the guys at the bar amongst each other differently than they win, differently than they will when they mingle. It's just, you get into this weird area of denying biological reality and yeah. pretending that sex and the attraction of the sexes and the interaction of the sexes is not it has to be the same. I'm sorry. I'm not going to like, if my good dude friend comes right. over here, I'm not going to interact with him the same way I would if my girlfriend comes in or if like, if I was single, if some chick I'm trying to impress comes in, it's just not the way it works. It doesn't mean that yeah. they're better or worse people. It's just the interaction is or biologically to to different. We're attracted to, you know? Yeah. Like nobody's going to tell me that I have to be attracted to some like skinny, effeminate beta, beta male. It's just not going to happen. Like no Steve Shives types. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's that, it's that, like, there's, they talk about men being entitled. There's nothing more entitled than being, like, enormously fat, massively spotty, putting no effort whatsoever. And then, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you don't find me attractive, then you're that's immoral. That's yeah. rape. That's, there's that's nothing. So Gilbert Gottfried family. They're a bad person <laughs> to not fancy you. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing. And Blonde and I talk about that all the time, too. It's like, you, don't mistake me being annoyed that you insist that I find you attractive when you're not for me um, being like a fat shamer. Like I'm never going to go up to a person unsolicited, uh, somebody who's heavy and be like, oh, oh, look at you. Like you need to eat less and get to the gym. However, yeah, if yeah. you make online posts that insist that I find your body beautiful when it clearly is not. Okay. You have so this happened on that. Twitter like yeah. two weeks ago, this morbidly obese girl, we were just fighting all day. This morbidly obese girl, posted a picture of her with her fupa just barely covering up her vagina. Oh. Like posted it on Twitter and then like barely covering up her nipples. It like made me want to uh. vomit in my mouth. And then it was next to a picture of a Victoria's Secret model. And it's like, what's the difference? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, and then like I was posting at her all day and then like all these baddies came after me. They're like, why do you have to attack and harass her? Why do you have to do these things to her? I'm like, I'm not posting pictures of my body on Twitter and then saying you better like, you know, want to fuck me or you're yeah. a piece of shit. Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, weren't their moms like, listen, you got to work with what you got, which isn't much. So, you know, learn how to cook and be a nice girl. Maybe somebody will marry you. Well, and isn't that interesting, though? I mean, that, that sounds like a horrific statement, but to, to, a lot of people would probably call that a horrific statement. But in reality, man, <laughs> it's like, look, everyone out there, if you just do like a... a I, I, I truly do believe there is someone for everyone if you do like a reasonably good job of keeping yourself in like fit mind and fit shape and all that stuff. I don't just, know why there's something wrong with like wanting to present the best version of yourself yeah, or to yeah. like acquire skills that you know are going to please the opposite sex. I mean, like Matt was saying, what is the next thing that they'll say? Do you know what it'll be? It will be that um, any 
any method of speaking, like and any manners are equally good. So when someone goes, hey, I, you know, fucking shut the fuck up, stupid asshole, right? That, yeah. that, should, be, that should be just as good as if they said, hello, how are you? Like, oh, yeah. You know, they'll, they'll be like, you know, you know, you're manner shaming, right? You're speech shaming. This is this is just, this is the method of speech that I choose, and you're speech shaming. You know, so I'm like, they have haven't you... like abolished grades at schools. Oh, it's that's the next step. Some colleges do that. That's but have you ever have you ever had an experience in your life where, say, you knew somebody who, like, maybe you knew them when you were younger or something, and maybe they were like uh, chunky, or maybe they were obnoxious, or maybe they had some negative quality. Um, and then you meet them again later in your life, say five, 10 years later, and they've like really improved that aspect of themselves that was kind of a turnoff before. And all of a sudden you're like, holy cow, that person is actually really attractive. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, totally. it, it, yeah. I mean, people, the, the capacity of a human being to do that for himself or for herself, it's pretty real. I've seen some staggering oh, yeah. examples mm-hmm. of self-improvement. Like, holy cow, get, get her an award, get him an award. You know. Well, there was, a, yeah. there was actually a joke in, um, you know, Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. There's actually a joke in the fourth book where he says, some people will tell you that beauty is only skin deep, but if that were true, then all the nice people in the world could get away with never showering and the world would be a much dirtier <laughs> and smellier place than it is. <laughs> Let's go to yep. the next question. Right, this will have to be my last one. Yeah. We ever expect to make any social progress to reduce racism or did i just answer my own question yeah. wait what did you say what about social progress that's uh, something along the lines of apparently we have claimed that you have to call yourself a racist to be legitimately a racist oh gotcha. he said if the true racists like call if say that they're racist then how can we make any social progress to reduce racism and then he said or oh, did i just answer my question how about evidence? How about evidence-based reasoning? <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. Steve, you so clever. Ding, Please ding, ding. be my senpai. All right. <laughs> He's more interested in proving himself right there than he is about evidence-based oh, yeah. arguments. Anyway, let's let's skip ahead to probably you know someone who'll ask. Let's 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 finish with Christy, okay? okay. Like uh, Christy Ossidy will probably ask a reasonable question. So let's skip ahead to one that's probably <laughs> not as reasonable. Ooh, that sums that up, doesn't it? <laughs> People who use terms like cuck, beta male, faggot, or mangelin. All of these things basically determine them into thinking that the most important thing about them is to be having sex with a woman. Well, that's certainly not the word faggot. It's pretty yeah. important. It's pretty cool. Sorry. Ooh, Sorry? That's a poor freeze frame. Well, I was going to say, it's kind of cutting out for me, but I did hear if we keep calling men mean names, they're going to think it's only important to bang chicks. What was the rest of it? Basically. That's pretty much. They distill men down into thinking that the most important thing about them is to be having sex with a woman. That's rather offensive. So what are you doing? Oh God! Kind of behavior in your community. Well, it's not. This the is just most another imp- rejecting biological urges. Yeah. Men want to have sex with women. It's important to them. Yeah, it's also important to the survival of the species. You idiot. And, God. and my God, just general. I mean. Uh, men want dudes want to bang chicks. Chicks want to bang dudes, and it's there are a lot of benefits beyond child rearing and like objective beyond the obvious consequence of it. There's a lot of just health benefits, like mental health benefits, physical health benefits. That's just the way like, this is just the way people are and yeah. they want to bang chicks. If you call them betas or cucks or not, that has nothing to do with it. 
Look, yeah. I don't even think that it's as much as, you know, I want to bang chicks, I want to bang chicks. When they say, like, you're a cuck or whatever, like, it's not so much that, you know, that it's it's always about having sex. It's that you're accusing the other person of not being able to when they want to. Yeah, that's like the classic male insult going back to ever. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that you're saying, ha oh, you're not having sex 24-7. It's that even in your best day, you still couldn't manage it. Yep. Did they, did they go on to a thing about like, oh, what are you doing about this in your own community? You're distilling this person to this thing. And in this same video, though, they do go like, oh, what are you going to do about the racist, sexist? And they use their own buzzwords as well. So um, they, they they make it seem like as if they've got it all sorted out. And well, that's, um, that's really troubling. I mean, if this if these are their best questions, what they're getting at is the they're getting at mean words. I mean, don't we have things of actual consequence to discuss? Don't we have uh, actual, uh, I don't know, actual problems beyond like someone called someone a mean name. Well, exactly. I mean, that, that like they, they say, oh my God, you say cuck and you say faggot and stuff. It's like, listen, you throw, faggot. Words like, <laughs> you throw yeah. words like, you throw words around like abuse. You throw words like around. Rape publican. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think, I think take like making race, homophobia, rape, uh, pedophilia. I think making those words like, have no more meaning is a lot worse than calling someone a cuck. Yes, right. they say they said one of the questions was, "Do you realize that words like regressive, cuck, and all that have lost any kind of meaning that they once had?" And I'm like, "Well, you could say well, what same, about rape? You could say the thing, the same thing with rape, sexist, racist, misogynist. Like they've all lost bigot, meaning yeah. because you've changed, mm -hmm. yeah. you've changed what is a bigot and what is a racist and yeah. what's a sexist. And, and, and they don't grasp that truth that." that intent matters too i mean like we'll do the show and of course like blonde will probably call me a cuck some people in the chat will call me a cuck and like i know that there maybe hey, some of I them are serious call you a faggot. yeah and maybe some of them are serious maybe not but i also know it's like kind of a bit of the show so i i don't i, I mean i if you deny the intent of that and you think that them saying that is harmful because it has all these uh, effects on men who might be listening who then feel devalued if they're not banging chicks to me it's like yeah, I'm comfortable in my own skin and I know the reality of my own life and there's not really a word that you can hurl at me that changes um, what I do in my day-to-day -day and my satisfaction with my own day-to-day -day life. And if exactly. you're not satisfied with your own day-to-day -day life, it's not the words that you blame. Maybe you could fix it and be more confident in yourself. And accept some personal responsibility. How about yeah. that? Why, why is it that um, when men talk about sex, that's wrong, but when women talk about it, that's empowering. And if you yeah. say Anything like, excuse me, ma'am, the fact that you brought out your tits in a public place, I think that's uncomfortable. And she'd be like, how dare you slut shame me? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, listen, either it's okay for guys to talk about sex and it's okay for girls, or we have to be prudish. Pick one. You can't have it both ways. I think, I think, they, should, I think they, just need, they need to be told, welcome to the glass house. Stones aren't allowed. It's, yeah, it's, well, I mean, and I think, I think, if you want to talk about the danger of, of words and perception and stuff, mm -hmm. I think that there is tremendous cultural danger in the men that they aim to produce, which is like, uh, look, and for me to be worried, I'm not like the most hyper-masculine guy ever, but I am very worried about teaching a generation of sons. Of course, we need to teach them to, to respect women, but to teach them to put them on this untouchable pedestal and, yeah. that, you know, make sure you Can't ask her that. six times before you so much as like graze her boob and then the make, make sure you bring the form before you penetrate. And I, like 
this is, <laughs> it's going to lead, I mean, Blonde, you talk about it all the time, the level of, of just kind of female happiness and female satisfaction declines with this because the well, men are Well, it has been, hasn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, men, men aren't being well, men and then women that. are happy. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Women want, to, I, I like hate to say this, but like, but from a biological standpoint, like we want to be told what to do. We want to mm-hmm. be dominated. We want to be submissive. And if that you remove that from relationships, you were like seriously upsetting natural biological yeah. relationship dynamics. You're going to have sex problems like immediately. Well, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that like, I think that's a really blunt way of putting it, but I know exactly what you're getting at. And it's it's like to agree with, with like kind of what, what I think you're saying is that exactly like women want men to be strong. And if a man is basically saying, am I, you know, am I okay? Is this okay? Am I being good? Am I a good man? And stuff like that, who doesn't have any self-confidence. Right, right. Be attracted to that. Approval seeking behavior, like, you know, like vaginas for, across the board. You know, like, for example, there, there's, there's all that, yeah. bullshit, right? There's all that bullshit that, um, that feminists put forward that, you know, 30% of men would rape if they could get away with bull fucking shit because nothing makes a cop flaccid quicker than saying to him, I feel like you're abusing me. Like, yeah. Yeah. immediately all the romance is gone. Yep. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's so bad. Like, if, even if you can tell that she's not into it, not even saying like no or saying like for the love, not even actively denying you, but just not into it. It sucks. It's not even that's mm. like, ugh, this is just a waste of time. If, if it was yeah. someone act, like being like, no, stop, I'm hitting you and resisting you and all that stuff. No way. It takes a select few of psychopaths to find that. And, and they exist, of course. And we and, need to control them. But and even um, then, psychologists will tell you that it's not about the sex; it's about the power dynamic. So it's yeah. like men are not attracted sexually to rape because rapists are not doing it for sex. Right, right. It's a power thing. Um. So yeah, I mean, like for example, I'll give you a great example. You you know how in pornography, whenever there's like a pornography film, um. Like there, there's a little setup scene, like a plumber knocks on the door and whatever, or some girls have had a water balloon fight and, you know, they need to get warmed up or some, some crap, right? The reason that they have that is in order to make it human, to humanize the people. If you just, like, if it just starts out with people having sex, the audience does not connect. They don't feel aroused by that as much as they do when they feel as if they know the characters even a little right. bit more. Or even if, for example, if you read a lads magazine, right, and uh, you know there's an article speaking to the girl, and she always says something that's you know, you know that no girl actually thinks, you know, like oh, I would just love it if if girls' football was played in bikinis, right? Like <laughs> they say things that guys want to hear, but the reason that it's not just naked woman. The reason that there's always at the side, there's a little bit about the lady. There's you know her eye color, her age, her height, her weight. Um, is because men want to connect with her on a personal level. The, like, right. the article is there to make them feel as if they know a bit about her so that they feel some level of connection when they're being attracted, right? Yep, that's true. Yeah. Like pornography has always tried to emulate some degree of building a character before the sex so that you feel connected to them on a personal level like we are not built to have sex with one another without understanding each other's personalities we we need that personal intimacy it's it's 
like any like anybody who ever said that all men want is to dehumanize women and to see them as objects has absolutely no idea about how sexuality works. Because if that were true, the invention of the dildo and the flashlight would have been the end of procreation. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Well, now they have those simulation robots. Have you seen those? <laughs> oh, but those are going to get they're, 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 they're going to get banned before they get out. That's going to destroy society. Yeah, you, you lay in like a suit and. I remember, they're big in Japan, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember Tildier, and I think I think this is quite profound of him. He said, "If you get to a point where both genders are so disgusted with one another that they are building robots to replace one another, your society's fucked up." Mm -hmm. yeah, well, probably, yeah. That's probably a point of no return. Uh, at that, I don't know how you come back. So yeah, it's it's just I absolutely despise that that idea that men actively reduce women to just their physical attributes because anyone who's ever studied sexology should be able to tell you instantly that you are far more attracted. Obviously, you are attracted to breasts and you are attracted to vagina and penis and ass and all the other parts, right? Obviously, <laughs> but we need human interaction in order to f properly fall in love in order to properly feel intimate yeah and ultimately you you look for someone who is complimentary of you you know i mean i, mm. I remember like i had a, a, for, a long, for a long time like i had trouble yeah, finding trouble. a good person and people would always try to fix me up and they'd say like oh we, we need to find you you should meet up with this person this chick she's x y and z and i'm like you're just you're describing girl me i don't want to date girl me you know i want somebody who is complimentary of of me and has exactly. things to offer that i don't well, have definitely i mean I, I i meant to agree with blonde earlier when she was saying something similar which is that the genders are equally valuable but they are not the same yeah right that um that Men and women are not meant to be interchangeable. They're meant to be complementary. You know, they're meant to go together like, you know, bread and butter. They're not the same thing, but they make one another better. Yeah. Someone just said Matt's got a robot on pre-order in the chat. Uh, well, I'm just preparing. You know, Blonde is like, Blonde has taught me that I need to have food storage and put all my money in gold. Downfall. Yeah. So Society. I'm just prepping for, for that aspect too. I put that good, in the basement, good. in the crawl space for when the apocalypse comes. You're going to become Get a ready. prepper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get ready for the end of time. <laughs> I, um, there's, I wanted to round off on something that is a little bit more funny to cheer us all up. Um, so, so basically, um, Max Derrett of the Honey Badgers, um, he, this is like a year old, this video, but he, uh, took based mom, you know, Christina Hoff Summers video on Gamergate and chopped it up to make it look as if, um, she's condemning males. And there's also a little bit of a chopping up of shoe on head at the end as well. So, so it's very funny, right? So I promised that I would show everybody this week. Gamergate is an army of angry, straight male gamers. Video games make people sexist. The gamers, they are sexist, homophobic, straight, white males. Video games <laughs> Remember, there is vastly more violence and mistreatment of women. This is worn out in reality. Heteronormative privilege has surged since the early 1990s. Benitez Marquezian is a psychologically damaging Twitter damsel in distress. I'd rather play games with gays. I do like... <laughs> 
always gays. Gamers believe women were born and raised with the sexual pleasure of men. Shame them for this. It's open season on the sexual preferences of straight males. Behavior should be guided by weary cultural critics like Kotaku and Polygon. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Based on gays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to be a spazzy retard on everybody. Fucking this! Fucking that! And gamers and just people in general are just sick of Zoe Quinn fucking journalists and sucking dicks and these feminists like sucking each other off and they were like shoving dicks into the part of Dicks! Trying to expose these assholes. Gamers are scumbags and just delusional subhumans. Women are all feminists by nature. You have internal misogyny. <laughs> Gamers are white cis males who are worse than ISIS. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to find it last week to um, to show people, so I I thought it I thought it would cheer us all up. <laughs> it's a good go. note to end the show on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, guys. Well, thanks for uh, having us on, you guys. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> sorry, I didn't speak Sorry that for much. all the technical difficulties. My bad. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we can return the favor and come on your show at some point. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. Uh, Yes, we are so delighted to have you both here. <laughs> and, um, like, please, everybody who, again, don't know who you are, but if you have not yet subscribed to both these people, please go and do that right now. Your The descriptions uh, are, sorry, the links are in the description. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll just, um, just say bye from everybody. So that's bye from me. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for having us.